Hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. A very good morning to you. But if this is your first time tuning in to The Daily or you have recently begun making this part of your daily rhythm, welcome to our podcast. This is episode 57 of a podcast with fresh new episodes out every weekday. And this is really our humble attempt to provide a compelling alternative story that is opposed to the endless barrage of the news cycle that many of us are exposed to. Just by being on Facebook this morning, I noticed at least 80 to 90% of the news articles that were on there were bad news or were news that would incite worry, anxiety, and fear about the future. However, as believers of Jesus, while it is important for us to be informed, to be kept up to date, it is also crucial for us to have our worldviews, our perspectives, our emotions informed by scripture, informed by times of prayer, informed by our experiences with the Holy Spirit. Now that is the whole heart behind the daily. It's for us to set time aside every morning and intentionally dwell upon God's word and also to spend time abiding in his presence, to not only devote our day in prayer, it's also to invite the spirit to lead our hearts and minds to just as the psalmist says, to keep us in hope. That which is so crucial and so desperately needed for these uncertain times that we're living in. This morning, I'd like to read to you a short passage of scripture from the book of Proverbs, which we know is an ancient book full of wisdom, insight for how we ought to live life. One translator translates the Hebrew word for proverb as wisdom to reign in life. Now I love that. I found in my own life, even as I make it a habit to read the book of Proverbs uh, almost every day, that there are really gems and much wisdom uh, in these short readings that speak to much of what we face in life, be it in finance or in relationship or in betrayal. The book of Proverbs offers us much wisdom so that we may reign, we may thrive in life. So I'm reading to you this morning from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. It says this in God's word, He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly or is foolish. Now, probably one of my greatest struggles in spirituality and a sin that I found myself needing to repent for more than anything else is that of anger, is that of being quick-tempered or perhaps even the stuff that I say or do when I am angry. Now, I've always struggled with anger, with my temper, even as a young boy. I remember I would get upset with my friends uh, over a little comment and I would just throw my temper, say some mean things, and then walk away. And that was the primary way I dealt with conflict. I responded when I was angry. I threw my temper, and then I would leave. And it wasn't as though people were purposefully and particularly picking on me. But even the littlest of commands or actions or inactions would get me into a fit of rage. And I would literally go from like 0 to 100. I would 
get angry so quickly that people often wouldn't even realize that I'm, I'm actually angry because of how fast I would get there. And so a verse like this in the book of Proverbs that which we just read is so particularly challenging to me. I used to think that being quick-tempered was just a byproduct of you know, your personality or maybe you are quote-unquote passionate. I never thought of it as something that I needed to really deal with until I became a follower of Jesus, until I became a Christian and realized how much my quick-temperedness affected my relationships and often got me into trouble. I would say things, I would do things that I would regret, that I know full well was contrary to the way of Jesus. Now, yesterday we spent some time going through uh, Exodus 34, where God describes himself, where God reveals his name to Moses and his attributes. He starts off with saying, I am Yahweh, I am Yahweh, I am compassionate and gracious. And then he goes on to say this, slow to anger and abounding in love. Slow to anger and abounding in love. Now that phrase, slow to anger, is the same exact phrase that we just read in Proverbs 14. Now, the Hebrew word for slow to anger is actually really interesting. It's actually almost a kind of word picture. And I'm not making this up. The, in the Hebrew, slow to anger is Eric Apayim. And it literally means long of nostrils. Long of nostrils. And doesn't that make so much sense, right? You know, think about what happens when you lose your temper, when you get angry. Your chest sucks in a gulp of air and your nostrils flare out as you verbally unload on your victim. But if you're slow to anger, if you're long of nostrils, when you get mad, you shut your mouth, you purse your lips, and you breathe in through your nose. You are slow to anger. And as we just read in Proverbs chapter 14, right? Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly is foolish. And the antonym of slow to anger is quick-temperedness. This is when you get mad quickly and easily. And we read of a similar maxim in Proverbs chapter 16. It says this, Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. So here we read of a kind of synonym for slow to anger, and that is ruling one's spirit, to rule and have control over oneself. Now, if you're slow to anger, it's not that you don't have feelings of frustration. It is not that at all, but it is that you have control over these feelings of frustration, over your anger, over even rage. If we were to pour through scriptures, we'll realize real quickly that God himself does get angry, that anger isn't so much a demonic or a negative kind of emotion, that God himself, this divine being full of love and light, gets angry. And this is something that we don't talk about often today in churches, you know, because uh, many have abandoned the idea of God's anger, his wrath, as a kind of old teaching that has lost its relevancy. But I believe it's something that we really, really desperately need to grasp, especially in this time that God does get angry, but he is slow to anger. Now, we read of a few examples of God's anger and wrath in the Psalms, right? It says this, that God is a righteous judge, a God who displays his wrath. He will not relent. 
King David says this about God, you hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful detest you, O Lord. Or in another poem, it says, God examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. Now, this is language that we don't use often to describe God, right? That God hates, that God detests, right? I thought God is love. Why would he hate? Why would he detest? But notice, you know, in all the texts that I just read, who God hates and what God hates. He hates the wicked. He hates those who love violence. When people say to me, I can't believe in a God of wrath or in a God of anger, I would say, yes, you can. If you think about every form of injustice and evil that's on the earth right now, you think of systemic oppression, you think of brutality, you think of human suffering, what emotions come to the surface? It is that of anger. Because at times, the healthy and emotionally mature response to evil is anger. John Stott, a theologian, defines God's anger as this, his steady, unrelenting, unremitting, uncompromising antagonism to evil in all its forms and manifestations. Now, here's the point I'd like to make. God's anger is very different from our anger. Our anger, many a times, is almost always from a wounded ego where someone hurts us or makes us feel stupid or takes advantage of us or didn't do what we wanted. It is inherently selfish and at times even narcissistic. But God's anger is a kind of parent-like love for his children. He's angry at uh, the systems of, of injustice. He's angry at those who would uh, stir up, those who love violence, those who would bring harm and pain to his children. Our anger is quick to flare up. It's in a rush. It doesn't wait for the whole story to come out or to give a second chance. It's impatient, but God's anger is slow, it's on tempo, it's patiently waiting. It builds up to the right time, to the right place. God's anger is just, his punishment always fits the crime. And in many ways, God's anger is an outflow of his great love. The Nobel Peace Prize winner, Ellie Weasel said this, that the opposite of love is not hate, it is indifference. Love, at least the kind of love that Jesus talks about, often leads to anger. We get angry about things we care deeply about, things we are passionate about. And this is the kind of anger we see in God. Anger that is patient, just, and unselfish, that comes out of a place of love. Anger that comes from a father who cares about his children. Now, this is important for us to hear. Why? Because we will get angry. We get angry in life. And many times our anger is uncontrolled. It is unbridled. It is quick and impatient. It tears down people. It seeks vengeance and ill towards another. And we either go one of two routes, right? Either we give in to a kind of quick temperedness and chalk it off as a personality trait or we seek to suppress our feelings of anger. Both are dysfunctional and both are unhealthy. But in Jesus, in God, in Yahweh, we see a better way. That 
it is okay. It is right at times, emotionally healthy for us to get angry. But Yahweh, our God, is slow to anger. And because he is slow to anger, so are we to be slow to anger. It's a kind of anger that is patient, that is just, it does not matter, it does not dish out more than is needed. It is directed at all that violates, at all that hinders love. It does not seek vengeance, but desires to see an end to evil, to wrongdoing, so that restoration may happen. In closing, I would like to read us a passage of scripture from the New Testament. From the book of James, it says this, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. That's so true, right? We've seen often our anger or our version of anger getting us in trouble, where we are quick, where we're impatient, we say things, we do things we regret, and at times we even fall into sin. Indeed, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. But James gives us great pastoral advice and steps that we can take when we are angry. That we ought to be quick to listen, slow to speak, to bridle our tongue, to not be impulsive with our words. You know, I even think of that word picture, slow to anger, that of being with long nostrils. Notice that when you get angry, your breathing might get quicker and shallower. And one easy way to calm your body and reduce your anger, something I'm learning to do, is to slow down and deepen your breathing. To close your mouth, to not speak, and to breathe, to breathe deeply, to breathe in slowly into your nose and out of your mouth, to breathe deeply from your belly until you feel your muscles loosening up, until you feel your heartbeat slowing down. And as you do so, you are literally being slow to anger. And as we wrap up, let us be reminded that anger isn't an inherently bad emotion. Our God gets angry and we're so thankful that he gets angry. That even as we see all that is going on in the world right now, our God is angry. He feels strongly against this acts of injustice. And he will bring about his justice in his appointed time. But we are also reminded today that God is slow to anger. That his anger isn't quick, it isn't impatient. It is slow, it is just, it is patient. And we too, as followers of Jesus, as those who are called to imitate his way, we are to be slow to anger. And so let's spend some time this morning practicing being slow to anger. Perhaps you've woken up this morning and you feel some residual anger from yesterday, or perhaps you know you feel really riled up already uh, from you know reading certain news and you feel angry. Or perhaps you know you have uh, made some bad decisions, said some uh, things or done some things that you have regretted, that you regret uh, doing in a fit of anger and now is the time to repent to go to god with uh, humility in your heart and ask for his grace his help 
So let's spend some time this morning. I invite you right now to close your eyes and to take a deep breath in, to breathe in. And as you do so, breathe out slowly. I invite you to practice this exercise. Take a deep breath in. The count of four, one, two, three, four. Hold it for seven seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And now breathe out for a count of eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now I'll invite you to repeat this exercise couple more times and as you do so pay attention to your heart even as it slows down and feel a release even in body from the dissonance that you may be feeling within you and if you've you know perhaps made some bad decisions and said some wrong things in anger in the last week or so come to God even as you breathe deeply in a posture of repentance and breathe in His grace, His mercy, His help, His spirit, even in this time. Let's spend a few moments this morning doing so. Awesome. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, this morning we are reminded that you are indeed slow to anger. You feel strongly against injustice, that your heart is for justice, that your heart is full of love and compassion for your children, and you are against anything that violates that love. God, we thank you for your anger. But God, we also recognize that you are slow to anger, that your anger is not quick and impatient and unbridled. And God, we long to embody and walk in step with your way to pick up, to imitate you, even in the way we respond to unpleasant situations. God, help us to be slow to anger, to not be quick-tempered, but to be slow and loving, even in moments of anger. God, we ask for your grace and your help. We ask that you lead us and guide us in our life in this day. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. Have a great day ahead. I'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.